Welcome to Descartes Pod. I'm Jenna. And I'm Danica. Um, although I have formally submitted paperwork to the state of Oregon so I can legally <laughs> change my name to Fuck Off Victoria. Um, so my name will be different next week. Um, I also have like a really strong feeling that this is what we're going to talk about for most of the episode. Mm-hmm. Because... She really was the entire episode this week. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> <sighs> the the thing is, like, she is so fun to watch. <laughs> um, like, I, it's like one of those things where, like, I get, like, I want to see everything she's ever said or done or posted. Because so many people are like, oh, she's like a paid actor for sure. And I'm like, I don't think so. This seems to be just how she is. (laughs) Which is wild, because, like, I don't interact with any people who act like this or are like this. Mm -hmm. So it's just, like, you still exist in the wild. Right. It's like when you see a scene kid at the mall and you're like, oh, I didn't know there were more of you. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, these Spencer's is still open? That's so strange. (laughs) I really thought they'd close that down. Um, Mm -hmm. For displaying Trump paraphernalia. Anyway, uh, <laughs> it's all connected. But yeah, <laughs> I, she does remind me of kind of somebody, like people I knew when I was younger, for sure. Uh, fuck, I don't know what her age is, but uh, it doesn't matter. We'll just make it uh, up. Maybe she's the youngest yeah. <laughs> on the show. It's no longer Kit. She is officially the youngest. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. Um, she will probably be a lot of this episode, but I mean... It's early, too. It's the early part of the season. Like, these episodes are just, like, a slog anyway. hmm So, I guess we'll fucking have Queen Victoria the villain for a little bit. Yeah. I feel like she's going to come back with, like, she's going to, like, have talked to a PR person. Like, how do I spin any of this? And then, like, next week she will get an Instagram caption that's like, let's give them something to talk about. Am I right? <laughs> And it's just like, okay, well, thanks. I mean, you did make my job easier this week because I wouldn't have had a whole lot to say otherwise. <laughs> yeah, you. That t- this week was uh, your fixation on Victoria a little bit. We'll get into that, and we're gonna talk about Bachelor Nation and what what they were up to this week. You know, like they were just, you know, I, th- I think t- to most, you know, people who are not paying attention, it was probably a pretty normal week. Yeah. <laughs> You know, actually, I don't know anything that happened last week because I was just taking a conveniently timed social media break. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't tell you a single thing that fucking happened since last Wednesday. Fuck me. Um, yeah, a lot of people, disappointing responses to the capital. And the attempted coup. Yeah, the attempted coup. Fun. It's weird because I feel like I was exaggerating a few months ago. Like, I used to say, like, he was going to try to coup a lot because that was just a Twitter joke. Yeah. Um, And now... Weird that it happened. Yeah. Oh, funny about how this thing's... Oh, boy. Um, But yeah, if you haven't already listened to the episode we dropped this morning, I definitely recommend doing that. It was a really great episode where we did another kind of like call for submissions from um, BIPOC, Jewish, other marginalized people in the community to like send in their like thoughts and feelings. Um, It was really a delight to edit. um, And I really hope you guys, you know, because I got to listen to all of it in like a really close manner. I hope everyone loves it. Make sure you're listening. It's good. (laughs) 
Yeah, unlike a lot of the reaction from Bachelor Nation, um, <laughs> which was not great in most cases, mm-hmm. as with everything that goes on in the country, mm-hmm. um, we had quite a few social media blunders from Victoria that mm-hmm. I mentioned a little bit later on mm-hmm. uh, when we talk. James McCoy Taylor had a bad day, um, <laughs> which is always nice to hear. Um, he, yeah, he said this like re- so. He was at the Capitol. He right? was like he promoted it. He like there was an Instagram story of him like at DC, but uh, not like at we couldn't see you know at the riot yet. But yeah, he was there. He was for sure there, and. Still, for some reason, for sure thinks he matters, although he he does live rent-free in our hate box, I think. Um, that is a perfect, perfect analogy for that. Fuck. <laughs> Damn. Um, but, like, to, today, excuse me, um, ABC reported that they did not bail him out because he made, like, wild claims that ABC, like, producers helped get him out <laughs> of jail or whatever. <laughs> And they were like, no, we don't claim you, actually. <laughs> it was beautiful. We, I mean, okay, so, like, last night was wild. We'll get into the Victoria stuff, too. But basically, Victoria Trump flag situation, James McCoy tweeting right as The Bachelor was starting, too. Like, he knew exactly what he was doing. He added everybody. He hashtagged everything correctly. It was just really a messy situation. And our inbox, like, imploded. Um, mm-hmm. Probably got, like... 200 dms while i was trying to watch the show of people (laughs) sending us both of those things which was amazing don't ever stop but um i was like i'm not gonna give this man any more space today i'm not going to do it and so i'm grateful that abc thanks to like ashley spivey really calling it out like she posted about it and i think tagged abc and i think they were like oh i guess we'll just have to go send somebody to (laughs) e-news and make sure we clarify we did not help this fucking joke ass clown um yep he's he's having a bad go of it and i hope it continues (laughs) continues um (laughs) speaking of social media blunders of sorts um there's been a continued like a long blunder what do you what would you even call that that's just like a (laughs) uh just a never-ending tornado never-ending tornado for <clears throat> Rachel uh, Kirkconnell, who's on this season of uh, Matt James's season. Um, I'm not going to talk about it much here because I detailed a lot of it in our Instagram stories the other day. You can check out the highlight we have on our Instagram page under Matt's Women. I've been kind of chronicalizing my um, findings and thoughts and feelings. <clears throat> <clears throat> Sorry, gosh. I get so choked up. Um, I want to like reiterate like all of this is just like Jenna's continued bullshit of just like sleuthing and just like thinking about things and watching stuff and reporting on stuff we are not here to like you know I don't know what what is the word I'm looking for Um, we do our best and we have our suspicions but these are not facts these are not facts to our knowledge yet yeah Um, um we're not suggesting people, like, harass any of these people either, you know? Like, you mm-hmm. can, if they continue to make, like, missteps publicly, you should, like, call it out and call attention to it. But, like, Descartes Pod is a long history of, like, we don't endorse, like, full-on, like, harassment or doxing or, like, telling people really horrible things. That's fucked up. Don't do that. Yeah. Don't do that. Rude. And it takes too much time. Like... <laughs> We should be doing something productive. Like 
listening to Mike and Brian's new podcast. Okay, how do we feel? Okay, okay, all right. I enjoyed the episode. It was the first episode. I enjoyed it. The sound quality is great. They sound way better than Hannah Ann and Grocery Store Joe, (laughs) although Tasha's wonderful. But, like, as far as, like, official podcasts go, I mean, I feel like the sound quality was even better than, like, uh, Becca and Rachel on their official podcast of Bachelor Nation. Um, They are really just nice guys. I don't know. It was just really sweet. It's a, it's a, you know bachelor sanctioned show about life so you know there's a lot Mm -hmm. of positive platitudes and like thinking about life and things like that um but they had a really nice guest on i really enjoyed hearing mike talk about certain things he talks a little bit of tea about actually i mean i want to really further go into like sometime maybe on instagram he talks about how he was genuinely bothered by not being picked as the next bachelor yeah um and goes gives his reasons for it he's not bothered by it now but it was um it was really insightful i thought and he's amazing and you guys should at least subscribe to it because follower counts matter so yeah (laughs) i think um i was scared of it because it seemed like too like like it could potentially be a little too male and a little too hetero for me (laughs) i have um listened to plenty of podcasts yeah like that because that's all of them yeah and uh but i'm i'm glad to hear that it's good i'm gonna give it a listen i'm not denying your suspicions um (laughs) i'm just saying that if we had to rally behind a you know new bachelor podcast i would suggest this one okay yeah (laughs) but also what are the straights doing? Um, I haven't thought a lot <laughs> during last night's episode. I was like, what are the straights doing? Oh, and I didn't want to know. Why did you ask the question? I didn't want to know what the straights were doing. I'm happy. <laughs> I'm happy. Leave me alone. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, speaking of the straights, uh, we start off the episode with a footage of Sarah fainting, followed closely by a Peloton ad. Um, which is somehow less tone deaf and less sexist than the Peloton ad that they put out last year. <laughs> kind of amazing. Um, so the women sort of go through the resort. They're describing how nice it is, how beautiful it is. Mm-hmm. That furniture is something else. Um, mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know about, like, I don't know about that one, but people make choices. Um... <laughs> So here we have the start of Victoria's, you know, nonsense. Like, all these women are like, oh, we're so thankful to be here. This is so beautiful. And Victoria just, like, starts off, like, ground running. I fucking hate every woman here. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Like, I, I watched a lot of Vanderpump Rules, like, a while ago. And I feel like she probably tried to get hired at Sir. She I feel like when she wasn't on camera, she's just, like, describing women as, like, Like, why would he talk to that skank? You know, she just puts off, like, that kind of energy for me. Um, She's quoted as saying, like, this is my kingdom and Matt's my king. I'm here for Matt. I'm not here to be in a freaking sorority. So it's just like, okay, well, nobody asked you to do that. I'm almost certain. Um, Why don't you just, like, either keep to yourself or, like, try to, you know, just chill out or whatever? Um, But she's like 
actively just antagonizing people all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So it's cute. It's a look. And like, I'm not going to um, say the producers aren't like asking your questions to get the responses, but you do have a choice of how you respond to the producers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. She picked that. <laughs> she picked it. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure they weren't like, okay, give us the worst thing you can say. And now say what you'd like to say. And they picked the worst one. I don't think that's how, that how anyone's acting right now. <laughs> um, but yeah, she just seems like really delusional. And I'm sure there's like footage of her from last week being like, you know what? He gave me the last rose because he was saving the best for last. Um, but she like pronounces one of the words incorrectly or something. <laughs> she has so many finascos this season already. Like I am stunned. Um, <laughs> it's going to be a fun ride. Finascos. <laughs> um. Chris comes in and finds out the women are going to, he lets them know that they're going to have a lot of dates this weekend, but not everyone. But they are going to have one large group date. A field trip, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> like, 18, that's like a, a the average size of a private school class or something you know like that's a church group that's not a date <laughs> and based on like the religious tones of this episode that continue on it does feel like mm-hmm. it's a church camp basically like ah, yeah it's fine <laughs> um oh, so there will in addition to that there are going to be two one-on-one dates yeah. um so brie is announced as the recipient of the first um which begins with matt inviting her around the resort grounds on his and hers atvs which is nightmare fuel for me. Yeah, and this is, like, the first time I was, like, again, what are the straights doing? Is this what, like, straight couples do <laughs> on the weekends? They, like, fight with each other and then write a- ride ATVs? I think so. I mean, like, it kind of makes sense because, like, we see footage of them wiping out. So it's just like, yeah, the straights are doing it again. Like, the guy tries to kill her and then apologizes afterwards. <laughs> and she's like, hey, Reddit relationships, does this sound healthy? He did apologize. <laughs> <laughs> um victoria watches them drive off and she's like she's not very good at it <laughs> okay what like who who just like knows how to ride an atv it's just no. silly. So silly and like they definitely didn't need to include that because no. like whatever i say snarky comments all the time but they're like building a case for her mm-hmm. um being a brat mm-hmm. and then so, um it cuts to like the girls inside and she's like why do you think he picked her? And so, I mean, it's just setting up this pick-me-girl attitude, mm-hmm. you know, through the rest of the episode. Yeah. And I mean, like, the girls are all talking. Sarah's like, well, she got the first rose last week, so I think they have a pretty strong connection. And again, like, it's been, like, one day, <laughs> right? Like, this happened last night. So, like, yeah, he probably wants to get to know her better. And Jasenia sort of agrees and is like, oh, yeah, we should just be excited for her. Like, it's like, they acknowledge at many points throughout the week that this argument is happening. Yeah. That, like, yeah, they're, like, jealous, but they're not, like, bitter about it. Mm-hmm. And she's basically just, like, spewing this, like, energy that's, like, no, I mean, like, I'm not happy about it. I would be uncomfortable going on a group date with him. I I mean, I'll do it for Matt, but I really want a one-on-one. And you and I are just like, yeah, give her the date with the fucking lie detector test one-on-one and then just get rid of her. Like, spare these girls. They didn't do anything wrong yet. <laughs> Can we get Tasha's laptop here, stat? I Literally. 
Oh, come on. Give the other girls a chance to fuck up, Victoria, you selfish. (laughs) (laughs) Trust me. Trust me. They will. I'm excited for that. (laughs) But yeah, even when she's like responding to just people being like totally reasonable, like two things can be true, Mm -hmm. um, but we're not like hoping the worst for her. She's just like... Um, I don't have a special friendship with Brie. I've never talked to her and I wanted to be on that date. Like, I'm not jealous. I'm just sick of everyone in this room. And it's like, girl, it's been one day. Mm. One. I also love this like thing. She's like, I don't even know Brie. I don't have a social friend. Well, try getting to know her. Again, mm-hmm. it's like the second day. And so, yeah, no one's faulting you for not like having a perfect relationship with her. But like, you don't get to then say, I don't like her just because I don't get to, I haven't gotten to know her. You know, yeah. that's not how it's, that works. It's weird energy. Yeah. One might call it toxic. <laughs> <laughs> Jasenia, who's sitting next to Marilyn, Chelsea, MJ, and Maggie. God, there's so many fucking people here. <laughs> but they're all looking at each other like, what the, f-? like, it's just like a beautiful moment where you're just like, mm. <laughs> like looking at each other like that um and yeah Jasenia's like I just think it's a matter of everyone coping with their emotions differently mm-hmm. um I'm very capable of still being happy for someone else while dealing with my own emotions mm. and I'm especially not the type to like dump any of my baggage onto someone and I'm like yes <laughs> the voice I, of reason I love this like that was such a strong moment of like empathy mm-hmm. um Take notes, Victoria. Yeah, it's it's like empathy and um, like a little stabby at the same time. I kind of like it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's me, basically, completely. Yeah. I'm an empath <laughs> who is a total bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, oh, sorry. I got lost in the notes for a second. She goes, uh, at some point, Victoria says, like, I'm not tail spinning. Like... And then Ron Howard comes in the background. He's like, reader, she was tail spinning. <laughs> like, she's like constantly, she's like walking in from room to room wearing this like sweatpants set and like talking to a producer and like standing next to a fire, like just like mad. You're like, I, I don't know what's going to go on. <laughs> and she's just like also talking shit while people are walking around. And she's like, that one, that one said something yeah. to me earlier about being more positive or something. <laughs> Like, what? You're mean. <laughs> oh, my God. So back to the date that we're having. Priya and Matt, they ride around the resort together. Um, as mentioned, he tries to kill her uh, for the first time by rolling over on their ATV. Um, and then they basically go to this hot tub. He chops some wood with his shirt off. Bree's expression was priceless. They mm-hmm. talk. They kiss. Um, he apologizes for almost murdering her. And that's basically it for the daytime portion of the date because great, we get two seconds of happiness and joy. Now it's right back to the girl drama. <laughs> <laughs> so like some of the women are just like talking to each other without Victoria being around. They're like, mm, like what um, about just her, the the her of it all. Um, and like, again, they're just like, it's day one, maybe like chill. We're all just trying to get to know one another. Like, and like, it's a weird time to have I didn't come here to make friends energy. Yeah. I feel like that's usually a defense yeah. later on when people don't like them, but yeah. she's just making people not like her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, that's um, true. Yeah, normally this comes a little bit later. 
Yeah, and her poor producer, like, I hope that she got compensated more than everyone else, and I hope that they're paying for her medical bills, because <laughs> therapy is expensive. <laughs> and, like, just having to do stuff for her, like, run errands for her and stuff, you know what I mean? Ugh. Yeah. Moving her I would, I would feel demoralized yeah. very quickly. Um, I don't, what is it? Is she talking? She's, like... She's tell- saying that everyone um, are either lying or fake or fucking losers. Did she actually say that? Yeah, she said it to a producer. Oh, God. She, it's just, it's nonsense. Okay, and here's the thing. You know, because that scene was funny and I'm remembering it. There was, like, producers and people walking behind them. And, like, yeah. they would have never wanted to show that scene normally because it shows too much, like, sausage being made. But they were like, we have to show this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh boy. Uh, so during the nighttime portion of um, Brie and Matt's date, um, we get to learn a little bit more about her. Um, she like divulged information like really easily, uh-huh. um, which is neat. She seems to be really comfortable around him. She's very likable. Um, she was raised by a single mom who got pregnant when she was 13. Um, she shares that she sort of feels like she doesn't really have a home or know what her place is in a family anymore because her mom is now, you know, she's only 13 years older than her. She's pregnant with another baby, engaged to a man. So there's this whole other separate family that she doesn't really feel that she's a part of. Um, So she, I think that's why she said that she wanted to like pursue like relationships with other people and, um, Maybe, like, try this process out. Yeah. Um, so, and especially because she had, like, a rocky relationship with her dad, too. And I was like, wow, stop being relatable. This is amazing. <laughs> um, and, like, just dealing with people being like, well, you still love your dad, right? Like, mm-hmm. well, sometimes that's not true for people. And that's a really insulting question to ask somebody. Yeah. Don't do it <laughs> if you're thinking about it. Um, and... He seems, like, really thrilled with her, like, sharing her story that way because he kind of had the same mm-hmm. um, upbringing, like, always thinking about things like, well, what is wrong with me that you didn't want a relationship with me? Or, like, what's wrong with my brother? Um, and, like, that hurt me yeah. so bad because I, like, I was raised by a single mom as well. And then my dad has, like, a bunch of kids all over the place. I'm the oldest. And then he's spent, like, various amounts of time with, like, my other siblings. So there's, like, always been – I've always had a complex about, like, well, like, why would he want to spend time Mm -hmm. with everybody else and not get to know me at all? Like, what is going on there? And that's – thank you. That My free trial of therapy is over. (laughs) (laughs) Use code Danica for off for nothing oh my gosh no no it's so real and i think that's so relatable to uh, i think more people than we even can you know Mm -hmm. guess at um i had similar feelings in a different way but um Mm -hmm. oof yeah family (laughs) family trauma it's good times yay Uh, and like i also related to this both have said that they um that the results of this kind of like upbringing has um, led them to both like wanting to become friends with people who have really large families because um, it makes them feel safe and at home and just like giving them something they didn't really have, um, which is again incredibly relatable. Um, <laughs> um, so naturally, she gets the rose. Mm-hmm. I agree, she's perfect. 
moving on. <sighs> Victoria is back again <laughs> with the dumb girl shit. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, that's offensive to dumb girls, which I am one of them. Exactly so. the same, but that's why I related it to it, so I was like, yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, yeah, and like, she's just like, yeah, I don't want to be like on the group date, I just want a one-on-one. Everyone um, does. Everybody does. Like, no one's like, you know what I would prefer? Being on a bus with 18 women, like, trying to, like, get one person's attention. It's not fun. <laughs> um, and then, like, Alana, she gets, she doesn't get a whole lot of airtime, but, like, sometimes she has zingers that are, like, so funny. Because this is kind of how I felt about it, too. Like, we had a conversation before we podcasted, and we were like, let's try not to be, like, too mean. Yeah. And it's so hard. Um <laughs> She's like, on the one hand, I feel bad for her because, like, yeah, you don't want everyone ganging up on a certain someone. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, like, stop being an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, should we have her on the podcast? Like, yeah. damn. Yeah, I just, I want to hear that from anybody in the cast, yeah. really. Like, I just want confirmation that, like, I mean, like, I know this isn't all producer stuff, yeah. but I just, like... I want confirmation that it truly was this, like, agonizing. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. Maybe someday. Maybe someday. Um, yeah, so then we get the second date card. Uh, Victoria's like, even though I don't like the other girls and I don't want to spend time with them, I'm excited to hear my name called on this group date. So she's just flip-flopping back and forth. Um, but apparently she's also very worried about being her authentic self on the date. Um, and I'm kind of like, well, your authentic self is apparently terrible. Um, so, <laughs> so you should be worried. Yeah, and you should definitely show that to Matt, like, right away. <laughs> Just be yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, again, we haven't come up with good nicknames yet, but Chelsea, Serena P., Abigail, Sydney, uh, Ileana, Kristen, Lauren, Jasenia, Serena C., Kit, Kayla, Callie, Katie, MJ, Mari, Pepper, Piper, sorry, <laughs> and Rachel are also invited on this field trip. Um, and when the fireworks go off in the corner from um, Bree's date that's happening, um, and it signals the end of their date, it's almost like a Hunger Games thing. Like, did they mm-hmm. die? I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> Victoria decides to get one more jab in at the other women. So, like... They were basically talking about, like, Matt's probably kissing her right now. Yeah, and probably. They, yeah, it definitely... They don't do fireworks if they don't. <laughs> Except for... Maybe with Heather, did they do fireworks? <laughs> You're right. Oh, so. shit. <laughs> You're right. And her and Colton were just like, Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> This is a weird one, huh? Um... And then the the producers are like, shit, we have to set these fireworks off before, like, a certain, like, noise permit expires or something. Um, So I guess we'll just throw them up anyway. Um, But yeah, one of the girls is, like, she's, like, complaining. It feels like a knife to the heart, which is obviously, like, hyperbole. Mm -hmm. Um, But Victoria's like, see? See? You guys are hypocrites. That's what I've been saying all day. (laughs) And... um, Marilyn, her roommate, and the other girls are just like, holy shit, dude. Again, two things can be true. Like, you can feel more than one emotion at once. (laughs) It's not that hard. She tells everyone that they're crazy. Which, like, I think that she's... I don't know. She's thinking out loud everything that I am also thinking, but she's thinking it about the wrong people. (laughs) 
Okay, but I'm gonna say in this photo that you put in the notes, it looks like um, Lady Gaga in Shallow or whatever that movie is. I actually never watched. I've only listened to the song Shallow. Yeah, I I, I can see it. A Star is Born. That's what it is. That's yeah. There you go. Thank there you. Go. <laughs> uh, one of the girls chimes in that uh, Victoria is just bringing in fucking negative energy into the room um, constantly, and all, everyone at home in America was like, "Yeah." Yeah. (laughs) Agree. (laughs) Not good. (laughs) Um, So Marilyn is then accused of being, quote unquote, psychologically disturbed by Queen Victoria. Um, And she like moves her shit out of the room and sleeps on the couch. um, (laughs) Which sort of sets the scene for literally the rest of the episode and her trying to send Marilyn home. (sighs) You hate to see it. Um, we have our first group date of Matt James's season, um, and that's when we're, we get to welcome back one of our favorite, um, I guess employees at this point, because they just bring Mm -hmm. him, I think, to every season, um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) actual real life royalty, Franco LaCosta, he's the photographer that was on, uh, last season and on Nick's season and probably like five other ones, but Mm everything is a blur, and he's back to say, take some shots of the girls in their wedding attire, um, which is just as horrible as you might imagine it. Um, mm-hmm. The amount of crowns in that room, I cannot. I, <laughs> it was it was hurtful <laughs> because she was so happy. <laughs> She's like, Ooh, crown, crown, crown. Oh yeah. <laughs> so one by one, the gals get to take their photos with him under like a floral arbor overlooking the like lodge or whatever um she like victoria tries to walk into like a bunch of people's like shots where she's just like convinced it's her turn she like cuts in front of people like he forgets about her at one point and then she's like did you forget about royalty and i'm just like who wrote your script is this like a villain from legally blonde or something or like miscongeniality it's like really it's she sounds like, if she's using a script, which I'm not, I think this is legitimately her, it sounds like it was written by a man. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I can see that. I mean, I think, again, the theme of all of our episodes is two things can be true at once. I mean, she might genuinely be an actress, but she also happens to be kind of a um, hard-to-be-around person. Um, <laughs> and so the combination is really, like, the way she was talking to the producers is almost like, Hey, you and I know this is fucked. Why are the rest of them treating me like shit? <laughs> you know? <laughs> she reminds me of a person I would just smile and nod to. Um, and unfortunately, since, you know, I, I just can't imagine what kind of strained look that poor woman was making under her mask. <laughs> like, at that point. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She looks aside at once and everyone kind of, you're like, oh, no. Oh, that person. Okay. <laughs> Oof. But she does get in um, finally to be with Matt, and she passionately <laughs> kisses him, which Ooh. it was something else. It looked really painful, and it looked like he didn't want to, and it was, yeah. I'm sorry <laughs> to everyone. I would like to apologize on her behalf uh, to the nation. Um, yeah, that was too much for me. Um but also, this date is weird, because, again, there's too many people on it. Uh, Chris interrupts this portion and is like, time to move on. Um, and, yeah, so half the girls didn't get a chance um, to get together with him. 
Um, I think it was because Victoria's bra situation became apparent and it was like, okay, let's move this along, shall we? <laughs> we can't, we, we legally, ABC won't allow us to show 40 minutes of bra strap and we know it's happening no. later on, so we have to fucking get everyone off camera. Yeah, this would have been a time to utilize the black box so we could, like, wonder instead of see. Because <laughs> I was so offended every time. Fuck! Hey, yeah, let me see Blake's boner, but please black out her bra strap. Please! I'm begging you, and I never thought I would say let me see no. Blake's boner. But I'm yeah. asking! I'm asking! Consent! Yeah. We would trade a few things. I would. Um, God, Am I gonna like him on Bip? Fuck. God damn it. Um I hope not. I just you know how I you know how I am. I, I kinda go back and forth with these people. <laughs> yeah, I I know. You you do like the problematics sometimes. I do. <laughs> like it it's I feel like it's one of those things where um you forget your righteous anger because someone else makes you mad. Yes. And then I have to be like, Jenna, remember the thing? That sucks. Right? Because here I am, like, just mad at Victoria, but I'm like, God, I kind of wish I had Blake back in my life. Fuck! <laughs> Fuck! Oh, man. My group you, therapy's you... over now, too, so I can't even, like, talk about what that means, like, on a bigger, you know, scale of things. Oh, man. <sighs> what if, um, what if we bring back Yosef and Victoria, and they can just be, um, oh my God. in their own bubble on Paradise, not bothering anyone? <laughs> Least of all me. <laughs> we just put them in the boom boom room, which is like at a distance away, and we just keep yeah. them there. And we they let let them boom boom and let them also I don't know fight. Yeah, <laughs> they're they passionate. Fight. Yeah, Jenna. they're gonna, oh, they're perfect for each other. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, so apparently they go on to play a version of Capture the Flag that Chris Harrison has conducted. I don't, I, I don't understand it. Yeah. Like, I feel like I get Capture the Flag. I don't get what the paint and cake and purses and bouquets <laughs> have to do with anything. <laughs> like, and also, the purses was just weird in general. Like, Chris Harrison's like, what do women like? Oh, purses. Girl stuff. Cool. <laughs> let's Let's have them fight with it. <laughs> Do we, do we fill them with rocks, or what do we do? <laughs> Victoria scene. <laughs> putting rocks in a purse. That's the thing, right? <laughs> That's the thing. <laughs> um, oh, we get my favorite part of the episode here, though. So Victoria has, like, a little ITM thing, and she's like... <laughs> Um, so I really like my team. It's full of queens, and the other team is full of gestures. She means jesters. That's so fucking funny to me. I think um, all three of us in the house started screaming last night because Alex, we're converting him. Yes. He, he watches with us and he sent me a text today that was like, you know, I think Maggie's really cute and I'm sad that Mary Lynn's going through this because she seems so nice and I don't know why Victoria would pick on her. And I was just like, yes. That is, yeah. We hooked him Oh my god. Yeah. He's having we're... real life thoughts about these people. Yes. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good stuff. Maybe someday he'll listen to the pod, but I'm pretty sure he's tired of listening to me in general. So <laughs> I mean fair. I'm not sure how anyone actually ever listens to this. It's no really, truly embarrassing. Kind of unbearable. Yeah. We we sidetrack a lot. I remember that in a comment. And now <clears throat> I'm seeing it in real life. Okay. <laughs> um, but I would also like to point out 
going back to my favorite topic of the night, Victoria, that she also does not know the difference between orchid and orchard. Like, if you look at her Instagram, um, she believes, like, adding a fresh-picked orange to alcohol makes it healthy. Um, she seems to believe that Black Lives Matter essentially means, quote, Black women can get a spray tan, too. And she's deleted, you know, more Instagram posts in the last two days than I've ever seen anybody else do. Um, yeah. 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 She doesn't seem like she's doing well. Yeah. Um... Yesterday, somebody, uh, I don't know the origin, but somebody found a photo of her from August um, in a room where there was a Trump flag laying on a chair behind her. Um, She has since then deleted it very quickly. Um, Went on Instagram to say that was her makeup artist's um, house. Um, But the part of me is like, well, I I really wouldn't want to get my makeup done by a Trumper. So that doesn't really fly with me. Plus, she also deleted that story within like 10 minutes. And then posted some other stories later in the evening that I caught on a screenshot where she's like, well, if you trolls had just looked a little further down, you would have seen me attending this Black Lives Matter protest. But she um, uses um, like a prayer emoji with a a darker skin tone. So, um, okay. Um, Also, like, you don't just get to like scream, I'm not racist by posting this one thing you did. Um, That's Mm -hmm. not how anti-racism works. Um, she also deleted that. (laughs) And then it's just, I mean, it just goes on and on and on. Yeah. And I mean, like, yeah, there's lots of screenshots floating around. Um, and I would just, uh, she bothers me for many, many reasons. But that one post that, I mean, she made her business page private. Yeah. Which was probably really, really smart, uh, for her to do, um, she she had what was supposed to be like a Black Lives Matter post, but it was very very tone deaf and um definitely she she definitely doesn't seem like she gets it and is not ready or willing to do the work yet. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, and, and she can one day, and it's that's I hope for everybody to do that. So mm-hmm. um definitely I'm I'm in support of anyone at their readiness to like learn more, but she's, I don't think she's currently there. Um, no. <sighs> Unfortunately, so, her team wins. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how again, cause we don't know what the game really is, but her team no. does win. <laughs> um, um, so that means that Piper, Kaylee, Serena P, MJ, Jasenia, Lauren, Kayla, Kit, Mari, and Victoria get to spend time with Matt later. And the rest of the girls sort of have their walk of shame home they're all fucking exhausted and crying and like at first I was like oh that seems silly it's like day again like week two Mm -hmm. (laughs) like you guys are fine but also I would be fucking exhausted and crying if I had to do a physical activity all day that didn't make any fucking sense (laughs) like I played laser tag for like 15 minutes at a birthday party four years ago and I'm still about to throw up because of it it's so exhausting and not fun (laughs) And I'm pretty sure when Katie was crying, um, she was, like, wiping the paint or frosting or whatever into her eyes more, which is probably mm-hmm. adding to the tears, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, so in the yeah, evening portion of the date, um, Lauren, who I think didn't have any time with Matt um, after her limo exit last week, um, is the first to step away with him at the cocktail party. Um, she basically talks about her faith. 
um, and why that's important and how her parents' faith has kept them together for this long. Um, and she wants to do the same in her relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, Matt, if you can believe this, is a Christian. What? Really? Did you know? Oh my god. <laughs> I had no idea. Wasn't the entire episode last week or anything. Um, <laughs> he sort of mentions that he hasn't always felt comfortable being open with his faith in a relationship because um, it's a turnoff for some people. So he thanks her for affirming that. Um, uh, strange, because it's literally the first thing he did after these women got out of the car. Um, I I guess, like, maybe he has some self-reflection. He's like, oh, I kind of forced that prayer on everybody. Maybe not everyone in the room um, was, like, into that. So him saying that he's glad that she affirmed that she was into that is... Was into that. Yeah, I think that's going to be his process throughout the next couple weeks. It's just being like, hey, remember when I did that really not super cool thing? Yeah. Um, You were good with that, right? (laughs) I also just feel like, I don't know, it's a little... I guess I get the sentiment because it definitely gives me pause because yes. I don't believe those things. Mm-hmm. But it's also like you, being a Christian man in America isn't hard. <laughs> 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 like, I mean, like if if you're picking a religion for the United States of America, that's probably the one yeah. you're least likely to get flack for. But I do, I do think I somewhat understand the sentiment. Mm-hmm. Ugh. <sighs> Ugh. Um, I mean, all in all, I liked Lauren, though. She's very sweet. She's gorgeous. Um, she seems really... Um, yeah, also just, like, open and, like... I mean, she, like, kind of gets emotional. Um, uh, no, no, sorry. She doesn't. She's just... Yeah, she's sweet and it's, it's nice. Yeah, I liked her, too. She seemed... Um, I remember, like, reading her bio. There wasn't, like, a whole lot to go off there, but it was nice to see her, like, playfully interact with him. Mm-hmm. She, se- she seems cool. Cute. Cute. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, Jesenia goes next. During their conversation, we uh, we get our favorite little segment, a brief uh, share your trauma, TM, TM. Um, <laughs> she shares that she's been through a lot of relationships where there's been infidelity. Um and so it's hard for her to, like, feel safe in a relationship because that's kind of the pattern that she's been through. Matt sues her, uh, fears by saying that he will never cheat on her, which... <sighs> I, nothing against him. That's just a thing that men say. I, yeah. Not a I bad mean, thing. It's a men thing. You know, no one's ever, like, brave. Man told me ahead of time he was going to cheat on me. Like, that's not a thing that happens. <laughs> um, <laughs> they just sort of do it. Um mm-hmm. But, you know, it's also just a, it's a funny concept for a show that's basically polyamory and not going on, like, knowing what goes on in other people's relationships. But, you know, do you. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, then we get Victoria again. I'm sorry, every time I, it's like every other paragraph, yeah. but, like, really, it was a very Victoria-heavy episode last night. Um, she... She um, starts her one-on-one with, like, yeah, like, I'm still human. I am not always confident. I have my insecurities, too. 
like picking out my dress today, I was like, I hope I don't look fat. And I was, I just shut the TV off and I didn't pay attention to the rest of the episode at all because what an unnecessary and awful thing to say. Like, ugh. I mean, do you want to talk about that? Because like, I'm like a thin person, yeah. but this this was annoying to me. Um, I don't like the, you know stereotype that being fat is a bad thing um Mm -hmm. this is being this is being you know promoted here in this statement here's the thing when you watch the show for the most part they don't talk about their weights for the most part you know Mm -hmm. so the thing is as a fat person i watch the show and i am mad overall that every single woman on there is um a like regular size or under Mm -hmm. and um but but i get to kind of enjoy it still if I can just like walk away from that initial anger because they don't usually spend the entire time talking about it at all yeah so I'm not constantly like it's not in my face all the time um Mm -hmm. as far as like statements and stuff like I remember during pp season god sorry I always say pp shout out to game of roses if you're not (laughs) listening to game of roses please listen to him they say pp all the time and it's in my fucking head pilot pete (laughs) um when they had all three women staying in the same room during fantasy suites and they would all come in and be like oh my god you look so thin girl you look so good i really 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 hated that scene um that was really hard for me this Mm -hmm. i feel a little less like okay it's i mean it's just this is embedded into our culture so yeah Um, yeah i saw some discourse today on the internet saying that victoria happens to be probably one of the closer women on the season to a normal size and i'm not these are not my words but Mm -hmm. and that it's kind of a shame that some people are kind of like making fun of her overall like looks um but i never got the vibe that people are making fun of her body you know no it's her mouth it's her yeah it's her mouth and dress the things she says yeah things like that yeah and that's the other thing too is like if we're talking about the clothes, like, some of that feels like a little icky discourse to me, too, sometimes. Yeah. Because, like, that's what women get judged for all the time. Mm-hmm. But it really is just, like, who she is as a person and the fact that she's wearing clown clothes <laughs> all the time. <laughs> like, it's not, it's not even how you look, like, in the dress. The dress was the problem. Yeah, the dress was the problem. It's not her body. Yeah. 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 Um, and also, just to plug something, mm-hmm. if you would like to listen to a future episode about um, fatness and dating in Bachelor Nation, that's what we're planning on mm-hmm. doing for one of our first um, bonus episodes. So if you sign up in our $5 tier, you'll get to hear that conversation. Yeah. Um, we're bringing back Allie um, from a couple last season. She was on the episode. And I'm just so excited to talk to her (laughs) about being fat in this world. And I will be quiet, so it'll be a treat for everyone involved. (laughs) (laughs) Don't listen to me. Um, So, yeah. uh, Basically, Matt, um, after they have this conversation, um, he explains, you know, like, he has his insecurities, too, um, I like to try to make people think I have it all together. That's fine. We all do that. Mm-hmm. Um, he says that he's really happy that she was able to share. And he said something where he was like, and I love that about you. And I saw her face just morph into like this, um, 
this smile like like the Grinch does, where it just like slowly unfurls and you can see her totally mishear him and like hear him say, I love you. You know what I mean? Oh like that God. sort of level of delusion. Oh, wow. Um, and so she's like really happy about that. And once again, I'm like, ma'am, he doesn't know anything about you. He's met you twice. <laughs> this is weird. But uh, still, uh, Lauren gets a group date rose. I love that he took her into the other room to give her the rose instead of in front of everyone else. I'm not sure if this will be a trend he continues with other group dates, but it was something that I've literally never seen before. And... Um, I loved it. It just makes you yeah. just way less uncomfortable. I mean, yes, the women are still sad, but it's just better. <clears throat> exactly. Yeah. Um, Matt makes his exit and literally without even pausing, <laughs> Victoria is just like, were you expecting that? <laughs> and she was like, I, I don't know. I shared a lot and I gave my all throughout the day. Like maybe sharing my things wasn't enough for me to stand out. And like all of the women are just like deadpan, like eyes just like trying to not roll back. Yeah. Um, so you just find the safe place on the wall, like right behind her head, you know? Yeah. <laughs> At one of the like 20 paintings that are in room, y'all, if you watch the show, it name a colon, wherever the fuck they are, they've packed the place with like more paintings than I've ever seen in like six museums combined. Um, yeah, the decor is nuts. Andrew was telling me that he thought that he recognized like that paint. There's like this famous painting where there's like a cat in the left hand corner mm. and the cat has a human nose. Oh, shit. It was, it's, and I thought that I saw it too, but not yet to be confirmed. Yeah. Oh my God. It's pretty fun. Just, just have fun next time. I'm not making the drinking game for this season anymore, y'all, because I'm too tired. But the, <laughs> the personal drinking game is every time you watch an episode, if you see a painting, tape, take a sip. You will still get the same alcohol poisoning you did last season. Um, oh, love then it. We, then we get a one-on-one -on -one with Sarah. Um, I was kind of like, I don't know. Sarah seems nice. Um, doesn't seem like his type really. I don't know. It's weird. I can't figure out his type yet. That's fair. <laughs> well, they've only shown like three people and <laughs> one of them seems to be very different than the rest of them. <laughs> um, they go around in a biplane that is also apparently like a mail plane. <laughs> if you saw the side of it, it said US oh. like Postal Service. It was very strange to me. Um, I know the Postal Service is not doing well right now, so I'm thankful the Bachelor <laughs> gave them a job. Um, but what about the ballots? It's funny you mentioned it, because I have it on uh, good authority, a source, um, that some of the women did ask for their ballots to be mailed to them. Oh. At um, the resort. So uh, maybe this actual post is man <laughs> who's bringing the, bringing the ballots. Um, the timing works out. So, mm -hmm. um, but apparently Sarah doesn't get goggles or a hair tie at all, which is uh, a travesty. It's not okay. <laughs> yeah. That hurts. <laughs> but it's so fucked. <laughs> um. 
wants to hear. Then they, oh. they, they go into this, like, wooded area. There's a fire there, and they share some champagne um, by the fire, and they mm. talk about how much they love their families, which is just, like, so rare nowadays, you know, <laughs> to hear two people talk about how much they love their family. Um, Matt seems to uh, have a bit of a hard time to getting, like, her, to get her to open up, um, and she agrees that vulnerability is not her strong suit, which kind of coincides with Matt's um, issues with vulnerability. Um, at one point she says, uh, sometimes you don't want to bring up personal or family topics because, um, someone might be scared away from them and that's fair. Um, I don't really relate cause I love telling everyone my trauma like immediately <laughs> after I meet them. Um, yeah. Like I think when I first met you, I was like, I push people away as a cup co- as a coping mechanism and I have clinical depression and abandonment <laughs> issues and I prefer Pepsi to Coke and I host a podcast. <laughs> Or I guess that wouldn't have been to you. That would have been to anybody else. Anyone else. (laughs) Um, And then they're like, I don't want to fucking talk to you because you have a podcast. And I'm like, you know what? That's fair. That's my most toxic trait. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. Um, So, like, by the time the night portion of the date starts, um, Sarah seems a bit more interested in opening up after sort of psyching herself into it. Um, She discusses that she recently made a pretty serious um, career move. Um, where she quit her job as a broadcast journalist Mm -hmm. in order to be a caretaker for her dad who has ALS. Um, she said that he's lived with the disease for five years, um, which has surpassed doctor's expectations. And she talks to Matt about sort of like what it's like to almost like repay your parent for the care that he gave you as a child, Mm -hmm. um, by, like, doing the same for him yeah. and um, how close that's brought their family together. Mm-hmm. Um, it was and Matt's sweet. Like, yeah, it was a sweet moment, I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Matt loves it, too. He, like, thanks her for sharing her story and does a beautiful um, uh, open eye, open mouth kiss. Which <laughs> 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 Bizarre. <laughs> I would. I've been dying all day to talk to you and like find out what your thoughts are on this open eye kisses. Like, is it a deal breaker for you? What's ah? Uh, I mean, I feel like Andrew and I do it sometimes as a joke because it's just uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I don't know that it's a like deal breaker, deal breaker, but it's weird that he did it so many times. <laughs> like, also, like, what are you looking at? Like, what are you... You're, like, an inch away from their face. What's there to look at? (laughs) He claims on Twitter that it was so that he could make sure no one's trying to sneak up on them or attack them. (laughs) Maybe he has watched Scream too many times. (laughs) Fair. Fucking fair. Um, I don't know. It's been so long since I've kissed anybody, so I kind of just, like, got sad. And how many kisses I saw, because it made me, like, simultaneously want one and then not want one. Because I was like, oh, yeah, they can be pretty bad. Yeah. Like, it, pretty bad. Yeah, some of them, I don't know, like, first kisses, to me, I, I don't really get the idea of, like, having, like, a first kiss be, like, a magical experience. Because, 
I feel like it takes like a second to get used to and they only show the first part of it. And so I'm just like, that looks disappointing. (laughs) (laughs) And And, like unsafe. It's starting to make me feel really anxious. That's the thing is I know all these people technically are tested like negative for COVID and all this stuff. But I just like when they were doing that row of kissing during the wedding scene, I was like, I don't... No. no. I'm just like too risky. <laughs> too risky. This is Don't really do causing that. me a lot of anxiety. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, so yeah, she gets the rose as well. Mm-hmm. It's perfectly fine. It's like the same as most one-on-ones mm-hmm. the first few dates. You don't really get to know a whole lot about the people still. Because um, usually this first few episodes are just interpersonal drama. Um, I mean, just like, real quick though, in comparison to what we had <laughs> in Claire's season, <laughs> and I mean, mostly just Claire's because they kind of stepped it up a little bit more for Tasha, but even then, it was still really. Um, yeah, I feel oof. like Matt has a lot of overall like really amazing. Like he got very lucky, uh-huh. and um, Claire is apparently only a attracted to like garbage men like i (laughs) oh oh the things i didn't learn about them that i didn't want to anyway that's true fucking chasen (laughs) i'm just gonna scream his name (laughs) every night before to bed when you curse people And my roommate's like, is she saying Jason or Chase? I'm like, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. All of them. (laughs) Everything. Both. Both. All of the above. Yeah. Okay. So now we have uh, our portion of the night that's just say no to the dress. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It's it's our second rose ceremony. Um, (laughs) A lot of the women are feeling really insecure, really anxious, because they didn't have enough time with him this week. Um, There's still, like, 25 people or something there at this point. So, like, I don't know, five of them maybe didn't get to go on a date with him, and then half of the 18 didn't get to go either. So it's really, like, 14 women that are really unsure of, like, where they are. Gross. I hate that. Yeah. Um... So, and, like, also, they just feel the bad energy in the space. Like, um, they think there's going to be, like, some, like, interpersonal drama, like, brought up. And they're right. Um, <laughs> because Victoria is wild. Again, I, I just... She's back on her Ooh. bullshit. But before we get to that bullshit, um, Abigail reconnects with Matt. Um, and she sets up a little, like signal that they can give each other when they are in the same room they tug on their ear it's a really cute moment matt's Mm -hmm. really adorable they kiss it's sweet sweet. um and then we see him talking with excuse me uh rachel chelsea brie kit maggie um maggie tells him that she would make him tibs for dinner which made me really excited because i fucking love ethiopian food and i just like i want to ask her on a date Please. Please. Um, for many reasons, but that's definitely up there. Yeah. Maybe we could, like, make her our Instagram friend, too. Uh, oh, we gotta work harder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then Marilyn, who didn't get a date this week, says, <sighs> you know, something to the effect of, like, 
this week's been really challenging for me. I just felt like, you know, man, did I say something that rubbed him the wrong way? He hasn't asked me on a date. Um, does he want me to be here? And I think with group dates that big, like, I don't think he really gets a choice. I think no. he sort of, like, from what I understand uh, how the process works, he sort of, like, at the end of the week, he sort of, like, tells him how he feels about the women and the producers, you mm-hmm. know, work their magic to <laughs> make these impossible scenarios happen. Um, so it probably really wasn't anything to do with her. It was just he probably felt fine about her, you know, so <laughs> it wasn't, like... You know, I don't know how they make. No, the no, I agree. Yeah, but I think I think exactly how they do it. It's like mm-hmm. they're gonna put a certain amount of people that they want for sure, but he, they mm-hmm. are gonna take his his like feelings into account a little bit yeah. this early when it's like this early and there's just so many people. Mm-hmm. Um, so he sort of was like, oh, you know, a producer handed me this orchid and told me it was your favorite. Um, uh, here's this for you, and she's delighted. Um, <laughs> I don't know if there's uh, anyone who's actually just listening to our podcast and not watching, but it's like literally an orchid in like a vase that's not really how you would get an orchid no, <laughs> like at a store. It's like an ugly vase from Nima Colon. Um, <laughs> so bad. It's like one single orchid that's probably going to die soon. Um, mm-hmm. It might even be fake. I'm not really to be sure. Um yeah, and then he was like, warning, this is going to cause violence and devastation if you show any of the other women. And she was like, you know, I think that's really sweet. <laughs> and leaves. <laughs> um, and like, Victoria just like can't be happy for her in any way. Um, and as we also recall, is not spiraling, <laughs> um, has definitely not punched herself in the eye <laughs> in this moment. <laughs> Um, she sort of listened to the girls talk about how, like, orchids are their favorite flower, and I was just laughing because during her, like, Instagram caption, she confused the word orchid with orchard. So she's just like, yeah, my favorite orchid is an orange. Um, <laughs> um, and she is, she, she just said, like, all of her ITMs don't make sense. Like, she's talking about, like, she... She feels that Marilyn has all this, like, negative energy around her, and she's like, I think it's, like, really rubbing me the wrong way um, because I'm an empath. Mm. And then she, like, decides to go, like, blow up Marilyn's spot uh, for stuff that, like, we didn't see happen, for Uh sure. Uh Um, And she... Yeah, she goes to Matt, and she's, like, trying to talk about this toxic energy. Um, like, she could have said, like, do you see the sweat on my forehead? I'm intoxicated, which I think is what she meant to say. <laughs> but what came out was Marilyn is toxic. I don't want to be around her toxic energy. And that's the thing. We don't ever see this. I'm not saying that Marilyn's, like, an angel or whatever forever and ever. But, like, I think based on, like, the earlier conversation, Victoria tries to be like, well, you were just, like, asking me, like, what's wrong what's what's my like issue so that we can get along and Marilyn's like no I was just really just trying to like we have to be roommates together I would love to like find a common path with you mm-hmm. as we see later on her conversation with her is really like she gives a really calm interaction and so I imagine the, the interaction that Victoria thinks is toxic it was also probably pretty calm mm-hmm. um, yeah so. Or just, like, you know when you're, like, talking to somebody online um, and you just, like, 
if you write something that's just like direct and to the point, they're mm-hmm. like, oh, you seem mad, don't you? And it's like, yeah. nope, I'm actually not emotional at all. I just told you what I thought. And you're yeah. interpreting that I'm attacking you because I don't yeah. agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So she's talking about how Marilyn supposedly um, cries to manipulate situations, um, that Marilyn's like kicked her out to sleep on the couch. Um, and there's, so i mean like bullshit aside it's a funny moment because of like the dress of it all (laughs) the hair the sweat like she has an eye infection (laughs) like it's it's just really something else yeah i'm gonna stand by i think it's an eye infection from the mud from the date earlier oh yeah yeah when they were fighting in the mud and i think she got an eye infection because it starts off like okay-ish in the beginning of the night and by the end of it it's like just the left eye is like seeping and i'm like yeah oh, she needs Honey. medical attention um and that's not something that's like that's like not her fault or whatever but yeah it's it's it doesn't add to a good situation um she has a bra that's like completely <laughs> the bras. The bra. and i okay i do absolutely hate the rhetoric that you can't show bra straps like in like a tank top or other things like that's oh no that's like classes is weird and stupid and like i love showing a bra strap like on the front part, but I don't know the back part. You're not supposed to see the back part of it. It's all. It, the thing is, like, it's so hard to like watch this show and like not slip back into like weird ways of like thinking about women. Like, do I actually care if I see that in real life? No. True. Do I think it's ridiculous that like, like I, I think we're like wrong to point it out because it's like a bullshit double standard. But okay. also, like, she just looks silly and she's <laughs> lying. And, like, you're, like, such a better person than I am. No, I mean, like, I just, like, I thought about it and I was like, I'd be devastated if I, like, you know, showed up to a place fucking wasted and then (laughs) I was on TV and people were like, ew, what a mess. (laughs) Put your boobs away. (laughs) Except, like, I don't wear bras, so it'd just be, like, flopping out all over the place. That's the thing, right? (laughs) Like, I would take a nap on the couch and my tits would be fully out and I'd be black boxed the whole episode. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's one of those things where, like, I think we get, like, lizard brain when we watch this show. So it's like, yeah, I'm going to be, like, you know, I didn't turn on this show to be a feminist, but, like, (laughs) (sighs) that bra looked ugly. (laughs) Next. Okay, no, that's it. That's our fucking statement on it. Okay. Love it. <laughs> I tried to bring a nuanced perspective to the situation, and then I ended with, nope, never mind, I hate it. <laughs> no, 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 you brought some good, you got some good stuff. Um, Matt's definitely like, oh boy. And he, yeah. he's like, okay, Marilyn, can we go talk for a minute? And she's like, oh, is everything okay? I don't know. Um, he wants to confirm whether the rumors are true. Um, Victoria, in the meantime, is like... I have to talk to you guys. <laughs> and, then, and, like, she does, like, a voice. It's almost like a crystal thing, it feels like, where she's like, oh, my God, though. Like, I need to talk to you guys. Uh, so, like, guess what? You guys are going to love this. So, like, I told Matt about how awful she is and how she's not quality. What? That, like... <sighs> That's such a gross statement to me. Yeah, that um, one's really, 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 really gross. Like, I 
like, I feel like if you were just, like, if you don't like somebody, whatever. Like, I don't think I've ever described someone as not quality Mm -hmm. before. And I certainly wouldn't say it as a white person to a woman of color. Mm Because it just sounds, like, it sounds like a charged word. Yeah. Yeah. Or it could be interpreted really easily that way. So I'm just like, what did you mean by that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not good. Um, MJ is immediately like, um, okay, well, I haven't spent that much time with her, but I wouldn't agree. Um, I've never seen her be mean to me or to mean to like anybody. Um, Maggie also chimes in similarly. It's like, mm-hmm. it doesn't really seem like the vibe I'm getting. And then like, Victoria's like, well, she said it. And it like it's just like a you know like one of those things where it's like really hard to argue with people who are just like logically like ideologically are don't believe the truth <laughs> you know like it's hard to have a conversation with somebody so sometimes hands get thrown up and it's like I give up like um, when Matt's like talking to her um, you could just see her face drop when she mm-hmm. realizes she's suddenly. In this situation, um, probably had kind of no idea it was going to happen. Um, and she's like, I'm not one to surround myself with drama, but I feel like I have to defend myself. Um, and she's saying, this is a, she's saying this like way more calmly than I could have ever done for sure. Mm -hmm. Like it would, I mean, I would have been probably just immediately crying. Um, yeah, she doesn't even really like defend herself. She's Mm -hmm. more just like, I feel like I'm sort of being backed into a corner. I don't want to talk shit about her, but I don't want this to jeopardize like Mm -hmm. our relationship either. So like, how can I even prove to you that like this didn't happen? Because it's just my word against hers. Mm -hmm. And Victoria, like this whole time is just, you know, continuing to talk shit. She just goes into a different room and starts spewing. Um... Yeah, she gets, like, mad at Maggie for, like, eye-rolling. Mm-hmm. Or, or what she perceived as an eye-roll. But good on you, Maggie, if if true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're for it, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know how, like, all of you haven't been doing that this whole time. Um, so Matt's just, like, confused. Like, who do I believe? And I'm like, not to pit two women against each other, but, I mean, like, clown costume who is, like... Who just talks all the time yeah. versus like a per like Marilyn just seems like really sweet and like I, I just and it, either way though I will say like I just it feels really early to be yeah. like talking to Matt about yeah. your problems making friends in the house that yeah. you started that you um, started <laughs> you know like it doesn't make it like you just came in like I don't want to talk to any of you bitches <laughs> And then people aren't, like, people don't want to talk to you. So, like, they're doing what you want. I don't know. Oh, my God. Exactly. Right? Like, I don't want to be friends with y'all. I'm not here to do this. I'm not here to be in sororities. And then they're like, okay, cool. They are being really cold to me. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. I wonder why that happened. Okay. So, at this point, um, Marilyn comes out into the general area where Victoria is, you know, chatting with the other women. <laughs> Asks if she can pull um, Victoria outside and Victoria says something to the effect of, fuck you, sit there, it's cold. <laughs> um, which is why she is sweating so much, naturally. Um, 
She also, like, refuses to sit next to her in any capacity. Like, I think at one point it's mentioned that it's, like, really loud in there. Mm -hmm. Um, But she doesn't even want to sit on the same couch as her, which is very weird. Um, Marilyn's like, I just feel like there's been a lot of miscommunication here. Um, like, I'm just going to speak my heart to you. Like, I'm sorry that I hurt your feelings, which is like a good way to start an apology. Like, Uh it's not like a, I'm sorry if it's like, I can tell your feelings are hurt. I'm sorry that I had something to do with that. Uh And then Victoria, this is like the start of Victoria interrupting her, like not letting her get a word in, like not even letting her apologize really. And she's just like, thank you. I accept your apology, but I think that we have very different realities of what occurred, which is not a sentence that makes a whole lot of sense. But um, Marilyn's like, I acknowledge that you feel this way. And regardless of what happened, and then Victoria interrupts again and is like, but if it didn't happen, why are you apologizing? And it sort of just, you know, goes back and forth. She's trying to apologize. Uh, Victoria's not letting her. And... I think Marilyn's just, like, at a point where she's like, okay, this is fine. I just don't want to continue fighting. Um, And then Victoria says, I'm not trying to fight either, but I think we're kind of like oil and vinegar. (laughs) So (laughs) I'm like, so is she saying they're a great dressing? That they together are a whole meal because they go well together on club sandwiches? Or that she forgot to blot her fucking face and she herself is oil? Like, I'm... (laughs) I am just so confused by what... And I might be, like, way too deep in, like, figuring out what is racist at any given second. Mm -hmm. Is she also being slightly racist with, like, the color tones of oil and vinegar? I have no idea. I don't know. I think... I'm being being too much. I mean, (laughs) we might need to put that in Jay and on corner, but... um... (laughs) But, yeah, like, I, I, I truly don't think that she's even, like... Is she aware of what she's doing? I don't know. It's I, weird. I don't think so. Yeah. I think, if anything, it is unintentional. I mean, it's it sucks. Like, at one point, Marilyn's like, well, Matt mentioned that you think I am toxic and manipulative. She cuts in. I do think you are those things. Like, here's the thing. We can say a lot of stuff about weird editing or whatever and however you might feel about the producers, like, casting a certain light on Victoria. But this, like, this argument is very, like, full-on... You see her face saying these things. That's really mean. That's, yeah, like, we have that not, happened. <laughs> that, we do not see a lot of Marilyn being so bad that Victoria is justified in any way of saying you are toxic and manipulative to her face like that. I mean, it's been said all over the internet today, but it's very Karen. It's very Karen behavior. Oh, yeah. It's extremely Karen. And I mean, also, like, it's not just, like... It's not just Marilyn that, like, feels this way. Like, other women in the house have, like, just been, like, you know, like, you're mean. You're being negative. Like, you're not fun to be around. And then they, like, gather without her, you know? Like, it's not just, like, I mean, we we didn't see Marilyn doing anything. And we, it, I don't know how to feel about it. It is all nasty and unjustified behavior in my opinion and it's just like weird to react that way when someone is apologizing to you like Mm -hmm. if you don't want to talk to her anymore don't talk to her anymore Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and yeah so victoria like gets up after the conversation um 
leaves. She's like, I'm done with you, and I can't handle you anymore. I can't handle her anymore either. Um, <laughs> but she doesn't even leave for a second. Um, she's back on our screen. Like, I really do value human connection, and Marilyn took advantage of that and bullied me. I don't think she has anything positive to offer, and I think she's fake as fuck. Um, the sooner Matt gets rid of her, the better. She's fucking crazy. Oof. Um, God, I just was sitting in my feelings about that. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, all of the mill uh, the women there are feeling like um, <laughs> some McElroy Brothers TV vibes. Because they're just like, I fucking hate the energy that we have created in the room today. <laughs> this is not okay. Woof. Yep. Um, a lot of the women are really mad because basically Victoria, like, ruined the cocktail party, took a bunch of time, made Matt mad, made Marilyn mad, like, it's completely ruining their time to talk to him, now where they're gonna have a rose ceremony and he hasn't talked to a bunch of people. Mm -hmm. Um, Kayla asks Victoria one time, like, may I ask you why you felt the need to talk about this tension in the house with Matt, like, on this night? Mm -hmm. Um... Victoria's like, you know, so he can kind of, like, kind of be able to relate to it. What? what? He hasn't been in this process before. You mentioned that earlier. <laughs> like, okay. And then Katie's just like, I don't think he needed to know that. And she's like, but, like, whoever you're going to be in a relationship with, aren't you going to tell them things? And I, I'm, like, screaming. Katie is just like, you just don't need to, like, stress him out with your own personal tension with the girls. Like, he doesn't need to be that stressed about it this early. And, like, yeah. he's still getting to know everyone. It's just a dumb night to have a lot of drama because there's still 25 people here. Yeah. yeah. It's really... <sighs> it's really... Um, Chris comes in and then the rose ceremony begins. Um, we already have roses to Sarah, Bree, and Lauren. Um, and then we get, they cut a couple roses. We get Piper, Kit, Maggie, Rachel, Abigail, Chelsea, Jasenia, Katie, and Serena C. And then <laughs> Sarah just, I guess, suddenly starts feeling really faint. Um, yeah, Sarah, like the mm, what you say song starts and we just see her crumble a little. <laughs> She's just like, I can't handle this anymore. And it's like... <laughs> Okay, um, this is... Oh, God. Girl, you already had a rose. You're fine. <laughs> You're fine. <laughs> we get this really weird scene of, like, Matt, like, delayed running to her and, like, the camera getting dismounted from its stand and it's, like, clicking sideways and I almost throw up. And then like, <laughs> Matt runs over to Sarah and he's trying to take care of her. And then, like, the next scene, like, Sarah's... Or Matt's not there. It's, like... The filming's a little weird. The yeah. continuity errors everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing I like about Matt is that he does seem to have a delayed reaction. Like, whenever anybody falls down, he's sort of like, anybody else gonna, like, do that? <laughs> and then he's like, oh, shit, I'm the bachelor. <laughs> and then he goes. Um, so we'll see what happens with that next week. We don't get to hear any more of the roses. I think there are, like, five left to hand out. Um, and it sort of leaves us with the cliffhanger of, like, will he give a rose to Victoria or will he give a rose to Mary Lynn? We know Victoria stays because she is in the previews for next week's episode. Mm -hmm. um, still waiting to see whether Mary Lynn sticks around or not. I hope she does. I hope this is just, like, a, a fake-out thing. Yeah. But 
don't make her go home over this. Come please, on. Please, please. No, I, I think she'll stay. I think the producers want more of the conversation. Yeah. So, yeah. The you know, it is riveting, so <laughs> I don't blame them. <laughs> it's just sad because I know there's going to be another villain at, at some point, so it's just kind of, like, pointless, you know? Yeah. Give us the, the evolved version, like the updated one. Yeah. I was in my head a little bit because I was thinking about, because Taylor Nolan went on her Instagram stories last night and was, like, um, like understandably feeling quite triggered by the conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and in remembering the way Corinne talked to her and the way that America reacted to that. And um, I was just kind of thinking about how, like, the producers are definitely trying to do the same trope in a weird way. But I think, you know, America doesn't like Victoria, you know? Yeah. Um, people liked Corinne for mm-hmm. whatever reason. And so I think it's just a slightly different dynamic. I'm not I'm not saying it's not the feelings are the same, but I'm just it's interesting to see it play out and um interesting's not the right word because I absolutely hate it. Yeah. <laughs> but it was just in my feels about that because it's just like it is, you know, like y'all just work work on some different story structures. I don't yeah. need I don't need a white woman yelling at a woman of color and yeah. gaslighting them. And like, like that doesn't make me feel good. Like I wanna see other drama, but that kind of drama does not make me feel good. Yeah, like girl fights just it's hard to watch and it's hard to like talk about because I just like that's not how anyone I know like mm-hmm. acts and it's just yeah there's definitely like a really unsettling feeling watching like a white woman go off mm-hmm. um and not even be interested in listening to what is what seems like a very well thought out apology mm-hmm. and like She's just trying to defuse a shitty situation. Like, mm-hmm. they're not going to get along the rest of the time. But, like, you not getting along with someone in the house does not mean that, like, they should be eliminated. It's just... And it stinks that, like, we have to even, like, worry about something like that. That's so true. Mm. Mm. But it is the show we're watching. Oh, boy. We love it, don't we? Yeah, we love it. <laughs> But we love you guys. Thanks for um, listening again to this trash. Um, <laughs> we, are, we are terrible people. But uh, we do appreciate you coming on oh. this journey with us. <laughs> yeah. Um, one quick note in case you didn't know, we are going to start um, transcribing all of the episodes. Um, peep more about that in our you know, Instagram stories. I don't know how quickly i'll be getting them out every week um hopefully by the weekend <laughs> i think that's a pretty safe safe timeline um mm-hmm. but yeah i mean it'll get quicker with time with um both of us learning the ways and doing it but um yeah and like you said let us know if if, it's, if there's things that we could you know improve or it's going good got a decent amount of feedback from it i loved it um, I'm excited. Yeah. 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 It's good. Um, and yeah, you can find the link in bio for last week's episode that has been transcribed. Thanks to Danica. Thank you so much. It is pretty weird to see my words on text for. It is embarrassing. <laughs> Not cool. <laughs> it's a, yeah, no, it's really interesting to like have to type the word fart noise into a document. <laughs> 
well, like imitates diarrhea was one, I think. Um, <laughs> it's a fun journey for me. <laughs> well, to end on that note, I'm going to make sure I make one big lard. Lard? <laughs> I'm going to make one big loud final fart noise. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for listening to Descartes Pod. Make sure you're following us on social media. On Instagram, we are Descartes Pod. On Twitter, we are Descartes Podcast. You can email us at DescartesThePodcast at gmail. And make sure you're following your hosts. Danica is at Drunk Feminist on Instagram. And Jenna is Jenna with a smile. Make sure you are subscribed to us on iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. Hey, leave us a review. This is the final podcast tonight, when you are ready. Hello, my name is Kaya. And I'm Marissa. And this is Well, Well, Why Not? Not. Join us every Monday as we discuss movies, science, technology, history. Sometimes I think about all the different things we talk about and they're not even categories. Because you know what? We're geeky. We're nerdy. So like every millennial, we started a podcast. Because that's what we need. More podcasts. Absolutely. Join us every Monday and listen to Well, Why Not? A podcast because. Just because. Just just really because we had this microphone. Well, why not? <laughs> For more podcasts like the one you just listened to, go to SoBelowMedia.com. This, this is As Above, So Below.